Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of What is a Podcast? The podcast where recording schedules don't matter because nobody listens anyway. But um, I want to start the podcast right up top with um, an update about the podcast. I will not do updates every time I record an episode of the podcast, but it is important to me as um as someone who's new to this world, new to podcasting, new to all this stuff, and for someone who named their podcast What is a Podcast, it's important whenever there's technical updates or technical issues to update the podcast. And I don't have very many listeners anyway, so that shouldn't matter too much, and I hope that you enjoy um this podcast update. So, the podcast um, RSS feed has been um, updated with two episodes as of now. This is episode three, numero tres, numero tres, rakamthalatha, tatlo, three, three, three. Anyways, so because of all that, um, the podcast feed has been updated. What I didn't know about RSS feeds is that when you have an RSS feed and you upload your audio file to the RSS feed holder, which I'm using JustCast, um, it automatically updates your shit. So I have my podcast on Blueberry, a subject or a podcast hosting site called Blueberry. And then I updated my feed and my Blueberry feed updated. I also think Blueberry is a good name for a podcast hosting site. It's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Blueberry. 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 I like that. Anyways, so when you update your feed or when you upload a new audio file to the feed hosting network, it automatically updates your shit. So you don't really have to update it on any other hosting website because it just automatically gets updated and available or not automatically, it has to update on its own. But pretty quickly, um, you have you, it gets updated. Once you update it one place, it gets updated on other places. Um, so that's good. That's all fine and dandy. Um, the podcasting hosting site I'm using, JustCast, I thought was free. But it turns out to only be free for three episodes of your podcast. So because I, um, when I uploaded my 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 podcast, I was assuming it was going to be free. I was like, okay. But then I realized that if I upload more and more podcasts, since it automatically updates in the feed, your podcast will in theory go away. Once my um, once my feed updates and I have only if I have a fourth episode, my first episode would go away. If that makes sense, I kind of had like a word fucking salad there, but I hope that makes sense. And not um basically I didn't want my episodes to go away. So instead of just having my episodes go away, they have um a fee if you want the full service with unlimited episodes in your podcast. Is either $5 a month or $50 a year for JustCast. And because of that, um, if you do some math, $5 for 12 months is $60. $50 a year is $50 for 12 months. 
So clearly the $50 upfront fee is um, accurate and um, the cheaper one. So I went with the $50 fee for a year, which in hindsight means that I have to continue podcasting for at least a year. Because if I don't continue podcasting for at least a year, then the money isn't worth it. And I'm not going to invest in shit that's not worth it, or at least not intentionally invest in shit that's not worth it. So I have to keep podcasting for at least a year since I've already put that money in. And the money is is gone now, so I have to... um, I have to um, do all this and I'm reading other things because I just got a message. So I'm still working on this whole talking and reading shit. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I'm now paying money. Now $50 has gone into this podcast and I've got zero money out of it. But that's okay for right now because podcast hosting networks have to make money too. And maybe this will be a money making adventure for me. But for right now, $50 in, $0 back. So if you want to give me money, you can send $50 to paypal.me slash you. That's T-A-N-S-E-L-L-O-V-E-S-Y-O-U. Because I do love you. And if you want to send Cash App, my Cash App username is Tanzel. That is T-A-N-S-E-L. L on Cash App. So if you want to send me $50, please go ahead and do so because here at What is a Podcast, we want your money and we do not want anything else other than your money and your listening. All right. Now that the podcast um updates and now I have you know Google, I have all the RSS feed shit worked out. Now, I have my podcast on Blueberry, which I mentioned. Blueberry! I have it on Apple Podcasts. So, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rate it five stars because I need money and views. So, please rate it five stars and comment, even if it sucks, which I feel like this is kind of a mess so far. But we'll get into it. We're only six minutes into this, so we have time to make it better. So I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Blueberry, and I am now on Google Play. I found out today that Google Play sent me an invite saying, I am live on Google Play. Meaning, I don't know how Google Play works because I actually do not use that. (laughs) Um, But I love you, Google Play. And I will be uploading on Google Play as well because my shit is now live. And when my Google Play shit is live, then that means I have to care about it. So I'm on Google Play. It took a long time to um, work with Google Play. They took a long time to update my, my feed. So... When I did that, I I uploaded my I requested Google Play the same time I requested Apple Podcasts. But when Apple Podcasts took less than a day to approve me, Google Play um took a long time. It took like 2 days to approve me. But I am approved for Google Play, so thank you for that Google Play. And I'm checking my Google Play right now 
and my podcast feed is there and both of my episodes are there. So Google Play is live, Apple Podcasts is live, Spotify is not live because you have to work with Spotify and pay them. And I'm not about paying them. I just put $50 in. So I'm not about to pay Spotify for that shit. And it's on SoundCloud and YouTube. But this RSS feed stuff has made it so YouTube is actually a bigger hassle. When at first YouTube was the least of my concerns, YouTube is now my biggest hassle. Because when I export the audio feed on YouTube, I have to edit it and I have to put a picture on it and I have to do all these things. Whereas with the podcast on other shit, I just have to upload the audio file and the rest is history. It just goes up and its activity is all good. So, and I'm sipping Yerba Mate as I'm doing this to keep my voice buttery and smooth and crispy. But that's all said and, fi- said and done, fine and dandy. Um, and I have a couple topics that I wanted to talk about on the podcast. Um, I don't know if I wanted to split up into two podcasts or make one big meaty podcast. I don't know if I want like a double cheeseburger podcast or like two podcast sliders, if you will. Um, but the first topic I wanted to talk about is that um, there's a person on Twitter who blocked me. And I have a feeling it's because I am ugly. And I will explain this in detail. But first, I need some background. So first, you have to know that there's someone on Twitter and Instagram and all that named Leslie Geronimo. Um, On Twitter, Leslie Geronimo, I believe. On Instagram, Leslie Geronimo. Um, Leslie Geronimo is like a model of sorts. Um, like a fashion model, that type of thing. Or at least I believe she is. And Leslie Geronimo posted a few weeks ago or a month ago or something. And she said, are there any more questions? Followed by a video of her in like a bikini or like lingerie, something like that. So because Leslie Geronimo posted that, I asked the question. She said, are there any more questions? So I quote tweeted and I said, um... Will you go on a date with me? And because I thought that was funny and all that, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, just a question. Will you go on a date with me? Kind of in a joking manner. I thought it was funny at the time. And then fast forward a few weeks from now, from then till now, a few days ago, Leslie Geronimo followed me on Twitter. And when I posted that first joke, I did not follow her. So she followed me and I was like, If Leslie Geronimo is going to follow me, then I need to follow her back because she may have seen this tweet about going on a date with her and maybe she wants to go on a date. And if I get the opportunity to go on a date with Leslie Geronimo, then I'm going to do it. I don't know if she would want to date me, but I would at least go on one date. So anyways, so Leslie Geronimo follows me. I follow her back. And what Leslie Geronimo likes to do is she likes to retweet other models, other hot girls, hot women, all those things. She likes to retweet other people. And one of the people that she retweeted was a girl named Elena Gabriel. And Elena Gabriel 
posted a picture and I'm looking at it right now. And she said it's only natural. And she has a picture of her in her underwear and her six pack. And Elena Gabrielle is very attractive. So because Elena Gabrielle posted that picture and Leslie Geronimo retweeted it, I saw it and I was like, I got to respond to this because I think I'm funny as shit. So if I'm funny as shit, I'm going to post shit that's funny as shit. So I posted a picture or two pictures in response and I said same and I posted two pictures of me giving the peace sign. And then, excuse me. And then after I posted that picture or responded to her with that picture, and mind you, this picture got no retweets, no likes, no comments. And her post has 42 replies at the time I screenshotted it. So out of that, she blocked me. Elena Gabrielle blocked me. And I'm not sure what I did to warrant a block, but Elena Gabrielle did block me on Twitter. And I was shocked when I found this out today. I didn't think I committed a blockable offense. I didn't think that um, I did anything wrong. I thought I made a joke. And two things um, came into mind. One... She thought I was annoying or making fun of her, and she blocked me because she assumed I was doing something negative, which is quite the opposite, because Elena Gabrielle is very, very attractive, and I am, I think, somewhat attractive. But um, what Elena Gabrielle could have also thought is that I'm so hideous, so repulsive, that Elena Gabrielle wants to... um, never see me again and because she never wants to see me again she blocked me and I don't think that this was a blockable offense but you know sometimes it it is a blockable offense to be ugly I've never blocked someone because they're ugly but sometimes it's a blockable offense to be ugly you're so hideous you're so tragic that you're you're ugly And you need to be blocked. You need to be ashamed for being ugly because it's your fault in some way, shape, or form, usually. So that happened. And I was trying to think, like, am I truly ugly? And what that led me to thinking is, like, how do you consider someone attractive? If you're ugly, that means that you have to, someone else has to be attractive. So what constitutes attractiveness? And when when you think about being attractive, what happens? Who comes to mind? Um, And I am attracted to women. So if you're not attracted to women, you're attracted to something else, then you think of whatever you think of. But I think like aside from like the standard of beauty that exists in the United States of America, where mostly you you admire thin um, fit people and Elena Gabrielle seems to be both thin and fit but there's also like body parts like some people are attracted to boobs some people are attracted to ass some people are attracted to face some people are attracted to personality some people are attracted to intelligence all those things 
Um, and then some people like they like multiple things. Like people like Elena Gabrielle are attractive, but also like plus size models or people on the heavier side are also attractive to me at least. And sometimes, you know, it's some people aren't that attractive in your face, but then I find myself being more attracted to them because they're such great people and they're funny or they're smart and there's other things. And Elena Gabrielle doesn't know any of that about me. All she knows is my face. She doesn't even know what my whole body looks like because I was just really showing pictures of my upper body. So she doesn't even know if I'm like fat or not. But I was thinking like who like do people mostly think are attractive? And like usually it's like celebrities who are thin. And I was like, why are these celebrities so beautiful? Why are all celebrities beautiful? And part of that is because of the system that... um that props people up, that people who are beautiful are more likely to become celebrities because they're beautiful. But then there's people who are like, you kind of like don't know about them, but then you see them and then they grow on you and then they become hot. Like, for example, I was looking at a, or I saw a picture of a singer called Dua Lipa and I didn't know who she was. And I was like, oh, she's kind of hot. And then after seeing her more and more, I was like, she is hot. And I was like, why is that? And maybe it's just because you see them more and more and you get used to it and you get attractive. But it's also because I feel like in some reality, for some celebrities, in some reality, if they're about your age, and Dua Lipa is a year younger than me, I was born in 94, she was born in 95. In some capacity, she is... um able to date me in that sense if that makes sense like you see celebrities who are about your age and you think in some universe in some capacity in some way in some possibility they could date you and maybe in an alternate universe they could date you and that gives people hope and i think that's why um people are attracted to others i also think there's a place where a place in your mind where you get reminded of other people and that makes the person more attractive to you because you think like, oh, I can't place it, but you remind me of someone and that was what makes you hot. Like for me, another person who like grew on me over the past months and weeks and years was um, Camila from Fifth Harmony, now Camila of Camila. And I was like, who does this person remind me of? She reminds me of someone, but I don't know who. And then I realized a few weeks ago, late at night, that she reminds me of Abella Anderson. And that's why she's attractive. And if you don't know who Abella Anderson is, then you probably shouldn't worry about it at that time. Now, there's also attractiveness, like forced attractiveness. Like I was, I've been watching Love Island, which is um, a British show where basically they force you to be attracted to people, otherwise you lose. And in that case, it's more like survival in that point. Like you need to be attracted to someone to survive, to go on, to preserve the human race. You need to be attracted to someone just to just to get by basically um 
And then there's like nostalgia factor, I think, or like people who might be older or people who might be out of your league, people you've seen on TV, like Pam from The Office, Jenna Fisher, who has a million Twitter fo- or a million Instagram followers. And I was like, damn, Pam from The Office has a million Instagram followers. And by the time I followed her, she had like 900,000 and then she hit a, a, a million followers. And I was like, why does Pam have a million followers? And I was like, you know what? It's probably because she was hot on The Office and is still hot. And that's why. They just remember Pam from The Office. She has a new show now. I know because I follow her on Instagram. And then she gained this following of people who think they're hot. And then they just keep going with that. But anyways, I think that's the case And then there's also, you know, because you're attractive, you become boyfriend, girlfriend, marriage and all that thing. But I also think that in terms of like soulmates and stuff like that, like people think that they have their soulmate and all that shit. I believe that if you have a soulmate, you have more than one soulmate because when you think about it, A lot of people fall in love with people from their hometown, people that they went to school with, people that they see on the street every day. They fall in love with people from their hometown. And then some people fall in love with people that they meet in college. Some people fall in love with people that are only exist online. Some people fall in love with people that live on the other side of the world. And when you do that, Or when that happens, I think there has to be more than one. You have to be compatible with more than one person because otherwise it wouldn't be possible to have your soulmate in your hometown. Like the odds wouldn't be possible. It would be like one in a billion people find their soulmate in their hometown. That can't possibly be true. So you obviously have more than one if you want to call it soulmate or if you want to call it um, partners or if you want to call it people you're compatible with, I think. But that's just what I think. If you think that your soulmate lives in the same city as you and went to the same high school as you and lived across the street from you, I think you're probably wrong. But if that's the case, then that's what you think. But I don't think I think that's bullshit. I think that you have more than one soulmate. You weren't destined to fall in love with the person that lives across the street from you. That's stupid. But anyways, um switching gears for a second. Um so I have a new job that I'm doing. Um that I'm working part-time, but the pay is pretty good. And ever since I've been offered this new job, which didn't have much of an Instagram um, promise or, wow, I was just thinking about two things at once. Didn't have much of an interview, not an Instagram. Didn't have much of an Instagram, fuck, oh my God. Didn't have much of an interview process. They basically said, if you want the job, you can have it. And it paid pretty good, so I took the job. And it's part-time for now. But ever since I took that job, it's been um, given to me. Or I've been having the opportunity to interview for so many other jobs that are full-time. And the good thing is, is that the job I'm doing is part-time. So I can, in theory, decrease my time there and go full-time somewhere else. And then 
use this part-time job as a little extra cash for now. Um, but it's just strange that once you have a job, people start wanting to interview you and start wanting to give you jobs and all that shit. Because I was applying for jobs because I left my old job. I just got my last paycheck for my old job last night. Um, so I've been applying for some other jobs and I haven't gotten much luck anywhere. And then this part-time job kind of falls into my lap. And after that, these well-paying, at least well-paying for a 23-year-old guy with a bachelor's degree. These well-paying jobs come knocking on my door, essentially. Emailing me, LinkedIn messaging me, all these things. Um, anything that is like that I would have applied for in June is now July. Anything that I would have applied for back then, they didn't even fuck with me at all. So really, I was like, okay, these jobs don't fuck with me, but I'm going to keep applying. And then I get this part-time job. And then now everyone is fucking with me and I have some good opportunities. I don't have any jobs yet or any full-time jobs yet, but good opportunities for interviews for some full-time shit that's really um really good for me i feel like it's good and i'm going to interview because i want to flex my interview muscle a little bit because i had a job for a few years and now i have this job where they basically asked if i wanted it then i can have it so now i'm going to interview for some other jobs while I'm still working part-time, which is good so because if I don't get these jobs, I still have some money and I have a savings account and all that shit. But because of all that, I was thinking because I have my YouTube grind going, youtube.com slash altapope, A-L-T-A-P-O-P-E. And I have that going and I have this podcast and I have all that. In order to get like recognition on YouTube, you need a couple things. You need likes, you need subscribers, you need comments, and you need watch time. You need people who watch your videos for the entirety of the video. And I'm posting this on YouTube in theory. Usually what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to post a podcast on like the actual podcast shit. And then a little bit later, a few days after that, I'm going to post on YouTube. But the thing about that is, in order for people to see your shit, you have to post a lot. Um, And I say a lot because I only have 100 subscribers. If you have like 2 million subscribers, that's a different story. But if you are just starting out, it has to be, at least what I think, it has to be somewhat of a daily thing. Like maybe not um, upload, not maybe not making a video daily but definitely like uploading daily, meaning you can make two, three videos in a day and spread that out over like three or four days. And I say you need to do that because once you um, once you post videos and you keep posting videos and say, this person is active, once you start getting likes, they'll see, oh, this person is active. They're getting activity on their videos. Maybe we'll recommend this for someone else. And you're not getting paid for that shit. So because you're not getting paid for that shit, it's hard. But also because you're not getting paid for that shit, they have no reason to promote it unless it has activity. So you need that activity, which means you need to post almost daily. At least that's what I think. 
So I've been on the YouTube grind and I had a full-time job posting videos almost daily because I was banking videos and just making like three or four videos a day or making three or four videos and posting them over the span of a few days, which is fine. I can do that. It's just I don't want to downgrade quality because as someone with 100 subscribers recently, um, I've been getting double digit views. I used to get like zero views and now I'm getting like 20 views, 30 views, 40 views sometimes, which is great for me. And because of that, I feel like I need to keep it up. I can't just stop because I have a job because everyone has jobs. That's not an excuse. Everyone has a fucking job. So because I have a job and it's a part time job where I can work from home and all that shit, I don't think that it's such a bad idea to maybe bank a couple of videos and have that go out throughout the week and maybe make videos on the weekends. I'm not too sure yet. But the YouTube thing is going pretty decent. Um, getting double digit like 20 views per video almost, which is good for me because growth is what matters. Growth and likes and watch time is what matters. It's just that um, this job is going to take some time out of me. And if I get these full time jobs, it's going to take some time out of me and I'm going to have to um, work a little bit differently work smarter, not harder, so that I can, you know, build my YouTube shit up, build my podcast shit up. And one thing I've been concerned about is like energy, because sometimes I don't want to make a video. I just don't have the energy. I did a lot of shit and I don't have the energy and I don't do like vlogs and shit. Mostly I do like sit down videos. And because I do like sit down videos, it's like, okay, I have the sit down video that I'm doing. I'm not going out into the real world and recording my life. I'm not doing that shit. And I feel awkward doing that shit. So I'm not going to do that right now. Especially maybe if I had like friends who also did like YouTube videos, then I would be able to feel comfortable vlogging outside in real life and shit. But for now, no. So I can do a bunch of sit down videos and do all that. But sometimes I just don't have the energy to do that. The great thing about a podcast is that you don't need energy to do a podcast. As long as you have enough energy to talk, you can do a podcast. And I think that that is fucking glorious. And I think that that means that maybe I can put more energy into this podcast. And I don't have a schedule yet, but I feel like if I can do like once a week, at least maybe twice a week, if I'm feeling real chatty, I'm feeling a real chatty patty, I can make um, two podcasts a week. That doesn't mean I'll post two a week, but that means that I can maybe make two a week, maybe more depending on my schedule. So that's good. But yeah, this new job I'm doing, I'm not going to like disclose the name or anything of it, but it's pretty good so far. Pay is pretty good, especially since it's part time for now. But the pay is pretty good um, in a new city, which is good. So I'm I get to go out. I work from home like four days a week. And then on one day a week, I go into the city, the big city of um, Oakland, which is good. So I get out of the house, but I also get to sit in the house because I'm introverted, shy and weird. So working from home is good. I get to 
stay in my house. I get to go out when I want. That's all fine and dandy. A lot of these um, jobs I'm applying to are outside of my city, so it'd be a lot of traveling and shit. But all in all, I think I'm happy with it for now. Um, but what I do know is that um, eventually I'll have to um, maybe come out of my working from home state unless like I become a full time podcaster and YouTuber, then I'll just stay home for the rest of my fucking life. But so far, so good. Um, and I guess I will pivot to my last topic, and that's sports. Because I love sports. I like football. I like baseball. I like basketball. I like soccer. I like all that shit. Currently recording this on the day of the MLB All-Star Game. And the All-Star Game is... Uh, it's something I like. I like All-Star Games. I like All-Star Weekends. Except for, like, the Pro Bowl. I don't give a fuck about the Pro Bowl. So I'm excited for today. I'm a San Francisco Giants fan, which means I'm rooting for the National League, who has one All-Star and Brandon Crawford. But it's also, like, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't fucking matter. But I'm still gonna watch anyway because it's fucking fun to watch. And I love sports. But I don't like um, kind of the culture that comes with sports. And I made a YouTube video about this. I don't like negativity in sports. I don't like people fighting and stabbing each other over sports. <clears throat> I don't like a, like a lot of sports fans. Sports fans will trash players and do a bunch of stupid shit. But sports, I like him. I'm going to watch the All-Star game. I'm going to um, enjoy myself. Maybe have a nice beer. Maybe a nice yerba mate. Although I've had two yerba mates today because I drank one from a video and I'm drinking one now. So I probably will cool it on the yerba mate. But I do think that sports are inherently a good thing. And um, France won the World Cup and I was rooting for France for the for the final anyway. Not that I have anything against Croatia. I think Croatia did a bang up job. Um, a team of underdogs, a small country, that type of thing. But if you couldn't tell, I am black, African-American, and France had mad Africans on their team. So from like hella different countries in Africa, too. So I was like, I'm a root for France. All the other African teams, you know, Senegal, um, Egypt, Nigeria, all those teams were out. And I was rooting for Mexico because I like Chicharito. I like Mexican people. So I was rooting for Mexico and then they all were out. So I was like, France and Colombia and England had like a good amount of black people. So I was rooting for like everybody black. And black people came out on fucking top. So I'm extremely happy about that. Um, some people were like, I saw a lot of racism, mostly on the internet or completely on the internet. And like a bunch of like, oh, French team isn't even French. Like, yes, they fucking are, dude. Fran France colonized so many places. So to say that now that people who are not white live in France aren't France, that's fucking ridiculous. You need to learn about the Haitian Revolution. You need to learn about France Fanon. All that shit before you talk about people who are and are not French. Shut the fuck up with that shit. But yeah, France won, which is good. Hopefully the National League wins tonight. And hopefully I get this podcast up tonight. Even though it was kind of a mess, but... I think that being a mess is part of who I am. So if I'm a mess, if I'm a shit show, then I'll just be a fucking shit show. Um, 
But yeah, I love I I feel like the sport the where sports are at is in a decent position. Um the NBA people say the NBA is ruined, but I saw an article about an old woman who loves the NBA and it just gave me hope in the NBA again. She was talking about how she's like eighty something years old, how she loves the NBA, she watches the NBA every day when it comes on. She knows all the players. She follows the Warriors and the Pacers because she lives in Indiana. And she does, like, all this cute old lady NBA shit. So I was like, NBA is in a good place. Football is in a weird place because a whole lot of concussion protocols have been in the news for past years. Standing for the national anthem and, like, forced nationalism, which I think is really weird. Um, Papa John... Who, aside from making shitty pizzas, fucking fucked himself by saying the N-word. And I don't know why you would ever say the N-word if you're fucking Papa John. But Papa John fucked himself. And now a lot of football players or football teams, professional and college, and the MLB, like, have removed Papa John from everything. So Papa John's is fucked. And their pizza is nasty. Um, Hockey, I, I like hockey and soccer, like Major League Soccer. And I'm starting to get more into that. Um, again, I kind of root for everybody black. <laughs> and um, in hockey, there's not many black people. But I feel like hockey is like soccer on ice. And soccer is just like soccer on the field. But I do feel like I need an, a major league soccer team. I do root for Southampton in the Premier League. But I feel like I need a major league soccer team. As well as a WNBA team, because there's no Bay Area WNBA team. And they do have the San Jose Earthquakes, but I don't know if I'm supposed to root for the Earthquakes or not. Because LAFC has some dope-ass kits, some dope-ass jerseys. And I kind of want an LAFC jersey. And I don't know if the Earthquakes and LAFC have beef. Or if that's the Earthquakes and the LA Galaxy. Or if, if the Earthquakes are the Giants... Is the Galaxy the Dodgers? And is LAFC the Angels? Or if the Earthquakes of the A's are LAFC the Angels and the Galaxy the Dodgers? I don't know how the rivalry works, so I have to get into that. But basically, who has the dopest jerseys? Who has black people or people who are interesting? And that's who I'm trying to root for. Because I fuck with the San Jose Sharks. I fuck with Toronto Maple Leafs, you know, Pittsburgh Penguins. I fuck with those people. And I like watching it when I can. And then for the WNBA, they don't have a Bay Area team at all. They have like teams in like Connecticut and like that type of shit. I might root for the team in Connecticut or like the Washington Mystics or something or the Las Vegas Aces because I can pick whoever the fuck I want for the WNBA. So I'm going to go go off on that, do some more research. Maybe I'll update the podcast with um, who I decided And maybe I'll root for the Las Vegas Aces because my Oakland Raiders are moving to Vegas anyway. And the Vegas has Golden Knights. So maybe I'll just like be a Bay Area and a Vegas person. I don't know yet. Um, But yeah, I think I'm going to end the podcast here at about 40 minutes because I was going to extend this. But I feel like I'm just going to um, I'm going to have a little shorter episode and then record another episode that has other topics in it but um if you watch it this far thank you 
truly it means a lot to me um from the bottom of my heart it really means a lot to me that you fuck with me that you listened all this way um so yeah if you want to follow me other places i'm at twitter at taco tanzel t-a-c-o-t-a-n-s-e-l if you're elena gabrielle please unblock me um follow me on instagram buttery tanzel that's b-u-t-t-e-r-y-t-a-n-s-e-l had a little trouble with that um on YouTube, youtube.com slash altapope. That's A-L-T-A-P-O-P-E. Send me money, paypal.me slash T-A-N-S-E-L-L-O-V-E-S-Y-O-U. That's Tanzel Loves You. And on Cash Up, Cash App, not Cash Up, that's Tanzel, T-A-N-S-E-L. And um, rate it five stars, listen to it wherever you can. I don't give a fuck where you listen as long as you fucking listen. Um, So yeah, thank you so much. Love you and goodbye.